Hello there, folks, and thank you for listening to the show. I'm Joanna. I'm Nate, and we are Stranger Than, a podcast discussing unsolved mysteries, weird occurrences, misunderstood phenomena, and creepy happenings. As always, the Stranger Than podcast logo art is brought to you by Cthulhu Art. The link will be in the show notes. We also now have a Facebook group called The Strange Space. So come there and find us. We'll let you in and we can post show updates and whatever else. It's pretty low-key. It's been pretty fun. I love the thing that Alex posted. Yeah, that about, worked out. Yeah. That was appropriate. That was 100% appropriate. So did we even get into what the topic is for today? I don't think so. We just started talking about the Facebook page. I feel like we've talked all about this before, Joanna. <laughs> this is having a strange sense of, uh, what do they call that? Deja vu. Deja vu. Today we'll be talking about deja vu. Deja vu is the feeling of having already experienced what is currently happening. It means literally in French, already seen. Already seen. And this topic was suggested... Suggested by Stephanie. Yes. Sent us a very nice email, and so this one's for you, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. There are two recognized types of deja vu. It's pathological, which is associated with epilepsy. and mm-hmm. That's um, the, the medial lobe. Yeah, that shit's Shiz. madness. Yeah. And then there's the non-pathological type, which is associated with healthy people. So people who suffer from temporal lobe epilepsy, TLE, oftentimes feel, among other things... Deja vu or jamais vu during a seizure. TLE. Jamais vu. Jamais vu, I'll explain in a minute. Like I've seen? Never seen. I've never seen. Okay. I'm not very good at French. Uh, Yeah, I don't know French. (laughs) TLE is a disorder where focal seizures randomly occur in the temporal lobe of the brain. The temporal lobe of the brain is where sensory input is properly deposited in the right area for the right thing. So visual memory, language comprehension, and emotional... so uh, Categorization. Emotion association. Mm-hmm. It's located on the bottom of the brain, closest to the spinal cord. Focal seizures involve small areas of the temporal lobe. There are focal awareness seizures and focal impaired awareness seizures. The former is when a person has a seizure, but they're completely aware of everything around them. So they're not just dropping on the ground and foaming at their mouth. They are completely aware and doing mm-hmm. all their shit. And usually that's when they experience the deja vu or jamais vu. They also sometimes experience anxiety, nausea, hallucinations, or intense random emotions. So it sounds like a lot of fun. That was just sucks so bad. I'm so glad I don't have to deal with seizures. Oh, yeah. Because I feel for anyone having to... That's the worst. ...deal with that situation. Well, it'd be terrifying. I can't even imagine... Like as a parent trying to like deal oh, with God, like no. that. And then just trying to take care of yourself and be a functional human being. That's just got to be awful. So these particular kinds of seizures are also called auras. And they normally come right before someone has what's called a focal impaired awareness seizure. Which is where it looks kind of like someone motionlessly, motionlessly just staring. Maybe their hands and mouth moving a little automatically, just sort of twitching or just opening and shutting in the case of the mouth or something. And looks kind of like ticks or something like that. And they're just completely disoriented and can last for up to two minutes. Hmm. 
So jamais vu is the opposite of déjà vu. It means never seen in French. This is when a person knows that they should be familiar with the situation, but it all seems completely new. So weird. So it's like... You go to some the place... reverse. It's like, I should know where this... Like you come back to your house and you walk in the front door and have no idea where you are, but you know you should. It's like my driver's license says this is my house, but... Right. Nothing about it is familiar. Well, that's got to be terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how fucked up would that feel in your head? Very, I think. Like, I don't I'm know. It just feels like some fucked up things in my head. Like, when I sleep and dream and you're in, like, that weird, like, waking state or dreaming state. And, like, imagine that being, like, your reality where, like, things are just, like, fucking off. That would be, yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of fun. No. Not I've experienced a lot of fun deja at all. vu before, but never jamais vu. Yeah, I've definitely had several deja vu experiences. Oh, yeah. Do you have any ones that stick out? Not that I can remember. I have one that sticks out. Like, I've definitely had ones where it's like, oh, I, it's mostly that I see things in a certain way, like something like really random too like just how the things are like arranged on the table oh yeah that's yeah that's because of how memory works right we'll talk about that a little bit right later too. yeah no i i have some some notes on that as well but that's most of most of my deja vu experiences have been something like that but this one time i did have i had a really really fucked up dream that i cheated on my current boyfriend and he like found out about it and it was like super not my current boyfriend now i should clarify not your not your current fake but, boyfriend but your boyfriend at the right. time <laughs> he's not fake oh he's not fake anymore that's right well i mean he's still like imaginary in in that imaginary he's, that's he's that's, my imaginary yeah. boyfriend not fake that yeah, sounds not fake okay that's rude i'm sorry yeah and he he is like an actual person. I just you know, he's imaginary. I imagine him he's to a, be he's more. He's a tulpa. <laughs> more of a boyfriend than he is an actual. You're dating a tulpa. He is like an actual person that I like sleep with. So there is that. <laughs> the thought form. Right. Anyway, so anyway, so it wasn't. It was not my imaginary boyfriend. It was boyfriend one, at the like time. many years ago. It was my boyfriend at the time. So. Fast forward a few days, and I actually do end up. It was so, yeah, of course, it was like super stressful. And one of those things where I'm like, wake up, and I'm so glad it was a dream because that was so awful and stressful. Right. Fast forward a few days, like not even a week, it was literally like two or three days. I end up cheating on him at a party with somebody <laughs> that I had like formally slept with like before him and right right an ex of yeah because so <laughs> so while I was fooling around with this guy I had left my phone downstairs and one of the people at the party like saw it and saw the number of my boyfriend's friend and started like prank calling him and he was getting like super pissed about it so then 
when I see my boyfriend again and he's all like confronting me about like what was going on and his friend was confronting me about what was going on and this and it was like major drama and it was like well kind of like well how did he have your phone what were you doing you know and of course everybody at the party like knew that I had slept with him right it wasn't a secret it wasn't a secret and so I was so afraid he was going to actually find out and he was like pissed off anyways even though he didn't actually know what happened right there was enough drama over it that we were in a big fight about it and it was very awful. And then just the fucking stress of, you know, cheating and not saying anything. And it was, Oh, it was so bad. I have like literally never cheated again in a relationship where the expectation is not to be cheating, not to be cheating (laughs) basically. Yeah. Because it was just so bad. It was so stressful and awful just thinking it was he was gonna find out and it was oh you're here to hear folks don't cheat don't cheat like it totally sucks it's it's so not worth it but it was just weird because it like almost happened like exactly in that same way except i didn't even know that that guy that i slept with at the party was gonna be in town like i had no idea well what that sounds like to me joanna is more like deja vu than (laughs) deja vu so what is Deja Vecu? Well, Swiss scholar Arthur Funkhauser, which is an awesome last name, <laughs> he says that Deja Vu is too broad of a term to easily study the phenomenon. So he splits it into three. There's Deja Vecu, which means already experienced or lived through. Deja Visit, which means already visited. Deja Santi, having felt something before. An example of a deja vu seat would be if you went someplace you'd never been before, but you feel like you've been there before. So, you know, right? you go to fucking Maine and go to some fucking place. At the end, you know? Yeah, there you go. It's French for visit. It is. <laughs> An example of deja vu would be what you explained with the cheating. So, like that I had a dream about something that was going to happen and it actually, like, happened. Right, already experienced. It's not just you've seen something or you've been there, but everything around it, the emotion, the, you know, Mm -hmm. everything that has to do with it, the whole, the whole experience. Yeah. An example of Deja Santi would be experiencing just, you know, an exact emotion or feeling you felt before, which Mm -hmm. seems like that probably is more common than the other ones. Isn't there one for like smell? Because I heard smell like triggers a lot of memories. I believe that smell. It's pretty. Um, I don't know. It didn't say anything. Yeah. It's, I mean, smell is something that triggers a lot of memories, but. Smell is kind of a big deal. Apparently it in doesn't so do much ways. triggering in deja vu. <laughs> I feel, I don't know if it's deja vu, but sometimes, yeah, like certain smells will. Definitely like trigger a memory or yeah. feeling. Yeah. Now there's a few other weirdo things that are similar to deja vu that occur some we've all experienced before presque vu is i'm sure it's something i know for a fact that we both experienced it it happens to me all the fucking time and it's commonly known as tip of the tongue syndrome in case that doesn't give it away it's when a person fails to remember a word you know hmm. you you know what the word is and you Right. You just can't, it's just on the tip of your tongue. You can't figure it out. You can't just fucking spit it out. Which is so annoying because that happens like more and more and more these days. It is ridiculous the amount of words I can't remember, at least not remember, you know, 
in time with an actual conversation. It's like, oh, no, wait, stop. I got to think about this for like 30 seconds before oh, yeah, no, it that's, comes to me. It's that's terrible. perfectly normal. As people get older, this phenomenon can just happens. It's well, just a thing. Well, I get that, but I don't like the fact that it's happening because I'm getting older. Well, fucking read more. I don't more. care if I don't it's know. like normal for getting older. I just don't like the fact that I'm getting older at all. Well, it's something you, there's nothing you can do about that. I know. That sucks. And this I mean, is, it doesn't, but it does. When the state is caused by brain damage, it's called anomic aphasia. You know what? It's not like deja vu, but that's memento. Yeah. It's like the short-term memory loss. That's yep, yep. fucking nuts. And I wonder, do you have like anything? Do you have any sense of deja vu that you like did this all before? Or he did. Yeah. <laughs> like my name is Leonard. Lenny. Have I told you about my condition? <laughs> it's deja rave, which means already dreamed. So that's dreaming the same dream again. I can think of that happening to me a couple times as a child. Right. Well, they say that children experience deja vu more than older people yes so and a, a lot of my experiences have been from when i was younger i feel like that kind of thing doesn't happen a whole lot anymore not that i've noticed yeah or where i'd have like a whole like series of dreams like always and yeah it's been a long time there's deja ontendu which means already heard and it's feeling you've heard this all before Hmm. Well, see, there's one for hearing, and I feel like that is sometimes less than than smell. I don't know what to tell you. I guess they don't care about smell that much. Well, what's what's French for smell? I don't know. I don't speak French. <laughs> I don't speak French either, but... Here's another weird thing. This one's a total trip. It's called Capgrass Delusion. It's a condition where a person believes that someone close to them has been replaced with a double. Oh, or be... like a changeling, maybe, or something? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be a parent, sibling, a friend. It could even be a pet. It's usually associated with paranoid schizophrenics, but has been seen in those suffering brain injuries, and then also some kinds of dementia, diabetes, hyperthyroidism, and migraines. Mm. Well, also that happens when pod people are involved. Yes, uh, there's a case of this being induced in an otherwise healthy person after they took ketamine. I don't know if they took it wow. legally or illegally, but. And it happens to more women than men at a three to two ratio. Interesting. You may remember about cryptomnesia that we spoke about in our Mandela effect episode. Right. And that's, I think, one of the, like, in my opinion, one of the likely causes for the the deja vu is that basically you're seeing shit, but you're just not consciously registering it. You forgot that it existed, right? Somehow. And your but your brain still recorded it somewhere, and then you have that experience again, and you think, and that's why it's familiar to you, even though you don't consciously remember it. It's because it's you've still, literally done yeah, it before. It, you've literally done it before, and you just fucking completely for fucking got. So, like as a child, like if you're you know, four or five years old and you go to Disneyland and there's a sun, one specific ride you go on. Mm-hmm. And then it's a long time ago. Maybe you drink and use a lot of drugs or something. You completely forget about five years old and you go back to this Disneyland and you go to this ride and you're like, holy shit, I feel like I've been here before mm-hmm. because you literally have, you just forgot. Yeah. I think that's a pretty 
pretty good thing for it. It doesn't right. account for when you actually haven't done it before. Right. But, you know. Like when it's like a very, something very specific that it can just be like, well, may, maybe I did do this or see that. Right. I don't know. Along the, the temporal um, lobe, the medial temporal lobe, they think that it could be um, like a mis- an electrical misfire, like similar to what people with epilepsy experience, except just not on like the same level, but it basically um, misfires and... It was uh, Robert Efron from the Boston's Veterans Hospital. In 1963, he had this idea that it, uh, it the brain's just kind of out of sync with itself because you get... Well, one is that it's an electrical misfire that sends a false signal that tells the brain something has been seen before. But then the other one is that it's just your long-term memory and short-term memory out of sync. Right, well... And it, you see something, it goes to your long-term memory... It bypasses your short-term memory and stores itself in your long-term memory. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, and there's also a third one that this Robert Efron came up with where, you know, there's normally you get two signals coming into your brain mm-hmm. and one goes to each, uh, each hemisphere. And sometimes there's always a slight delay, but sometimes if there's a little bit longer of a delay, your brain is processing signal A and then signal B is coming right behind it. And so it's giving you the sense you've seen it before, even though you're seeing just the same thing, just out of sync. Hmm. And this can happen if one eye is not as strong as the other, like in a, at a significant amount. Hmm. So that's that's a weird, weird ass thing. That is weird. But I tend to be more like, yeah, it's miscommunication in your brain or something, something along those lines. Well, that's not what Carl Jung thought. <laughs> you know, Carl Jung, the Swiss psychiatrist. Uh, I think I've heard of him before. Probably. Like, I think, you know. He's fairly popular. Well, or maybe something in one of our episodes. Jung is spelled J-U-N-G. Hmm. That may. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he was the founder of analytical psychology. It's based on the concepts of the collective unconscious and the complex. The complex is what strongly influences a person's attitude and behavior and is a group of ideas that relate to one another, usually unconsciously, but have a common emotional tone. Jung theorizes that deja vu is the mind's connection to bits of the human experience that gets passed down from generation to generation. It never gets to like a conscious memory, but it's always there just beneath the surface. We're recognizing things we've never seen or experienced before. Just other people have sort of passed down to us. Okay, so this is their, oh, so is this similar to the one where it's like people's auras and vibrations and stuff? Like you're you're vibrating on the same level as others around you and so you're absorbing that? No, this is different than that. This is like, like we're basically just, we know like the things we're experiencing deja vu 
with are just things that are in the zeitgeist, you know, things that just are common knowledge, basically, you know, the things that are passed down from generation to generation without actually being like written in a book and you being told what to do. Hmm. Interesting. It is interesting. In 1941, Bannister and Zhang Will, some fucking psychologists, I think, uh, hypnotized subjects <laughs> they to sound forget like a circus stuff. act. They do. <laughs> uh, they hypnotized people to forget stuff they'd seen. And so when they were reintroduced to these things that they hypnotized them to forget, three out of ten people felt deja vu. That's only 30%. Yeah, plus, you know, hypnosis is highly suggestive. Yeah. As is any sort of test involving hypnosis and the results is just all really broadly interpreted i think and interpreted interpreted okay oh my gosh i'm like scarlet just like making up words well, that like are kind of words oh my gosh i just love like a madman right yeah a meanful, like if you're a mean person. Oh yeah, you're meanful and totally. and hitful. Like that's someone or something that hits you a lot. Totally. And usually, a hitful person is a meanful person. That can makes perfect sense to me. Softlier. That is when they find a recorder I have hidden and start playing it, and I usually have a fucking migraine, and I'm laying on the bed like, God damn it, dude, put that fucking recorder away, and. Scarlet will assure me, it's like, it's okay, Mom. We will play more softlier. I got one more for you. Sorry to digress, but it's just funny. Hurtiful. 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 Like, the center point of one of the knots on your back, that's the most hurtiful spot. Oh, right, right, right. Fair. (laughs) (laughs) Back to hypnosis, though. I'm... I'm kind of a skeptic when it comes to anything to do with hypnosis. Yeah. You know, you can, it's, you're at a highly suggestible state at that point. So you could be told to remember things and you'll remember them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Even if you're, if you're even hypnotized in the first place, I mean, I feel like a lot of times, I don't know. I think there's a whole psychological, like weird thing going on with like hypnosis. Well, here's a weird thing. I'd want to get hypnotized to see if it would actually work, but then I'm also afraid to do that. Like, I don't want to fucking do that. Well, we won't get you hypnotized then. Yeah. I mean, I'm I was just putting get that out there right now. Birthday, like, I wouldn't so, want to get hypnotized because that would freak me out. Like, if it actually worked and I wasn't in control, like, that would really, like, bother the shit out of me. Unless you didn't remember it. <laughs> but that's the whole problem is that you don't <laughs> remember it. It's like, what fucking happened? It's like drinking too much. Yeah, well, I don't drink too much either. I don't drink <laughs> to the point where I black out either. Also, for the same reasons, it puts me in a vulnerable position where fucked up shit might happen. I'm a no on that. Well, a generally healthy man took some drugs for a cold. And it made him feel deja vu. He mixed phenylpropanolamine, which is a common ingredient in decongestants, and amantadine which is an antiviral and they reported it to psychologists because he totally felt deja vu for a long time. 
the psychologists they reported this to theorized that the deja vu occurred because of the dopamine being affected in the mesial temporal areas of the brain. The mesial temporal areas contain five structures on the medial temporal lobe. Apparently, these drugs interact with dopamine. Yeah. It's the old medial temporal lobe again. Always the medial. Mm-hmm. Fucking goddamn medial. Well, here's a 2012 study where they used virtual reality to study deja vu. Like Lawnmower Man? A little bit, yeah. You see what happened there. That was pretty fucked up. Yeah, that didn't happen in this case. Uh, they ran this test by running the subjects through different scenes. The scenes were all different from one another, except a few were not exactly the same, but very, very similar. And when they got to these similar scenes, they would experience deja vu because it was something they'd kind of seen before. It's similar to a 2009 study, which did basically the same thing, but they drew pictures of scenes as opposed to putting them in virtual reality because it was 2009 and I guess they didn't have good enough virtual reality then. Right. Like, imagine when Lawnmower Man came out. Like, that was like... That was so long ago. That, that was, was in the so 90s. That was so long ago. Like, virtual reality was like like a way brand new thing that very few people had any like access to. Maybe that was to. the early 90s. It was it, like well, 92 or something. Oh, yeah. It was pretty early in the 90s. <laughs> pretty early. Oh, my gosh. But now you can have like, I haven't done any virtual reality. Neither have I, really. Yeah. I don't really care that much. Yeah, I don't care a lot that I would pay a lot of money for it. I don't really play games. And, and so, I mean. I'm not a, I don't really have time. Yeah, I have social media really... and pictures of my kids and. Of your travels. Yep. My travel, Instagram, blog thing. You know, I got like 81 followers now. Nice. So, like, I'm pretty sure I'll be an influencer. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. Pretty soon now. It's probably going to happen. <laughs> Hashtag goals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't have fucking time to be playing, like, games, let alone ones where it's like I have to, like, put some device around my head. And, yeah, and, like... like check out or whatever check out like you know ain't nobody got time for that yeah not at all <laughs> let's talk a little bit about memory and how it works because it it's pretty it's fucked weird. up and your brain is a fucked up organ and i think it could just really fuck with you your own brain just fucks with you yeah, humans all the time. just remember objects just fine so a thing that is familiar to a person will stick out in an unfamiliar environment like i play a korg micro korg synthesizer in my band and when I see those anyplace else, they totally stick out. It's like, oh, shit. Like, I've got one of those. Memory... What about your mic stand? Like, I know that's not. I don't like, know where that is. Vu, but... I don't know where that is. That's in a different Is Is universe. that like one of the reverse ones where it's like, you know, it should be like this, but it's. No, that's it's just an, it's on the other universe. No, that's all it is. no. Yep. It's it's the thing that you call the. The je, je mets vous. The, it's the je mets vous. You know, in your heart that that should be a different mic stand, but. There's just something fucked up with your brain that's telling you it's it's not. No, we're in a parallel universe. No, that's shut the fuck is. up with that. That's um, not <laughs> what it's about. Now, memory based on configuration of an object is not something we're very good at. So you can walk into an unfamiliar situation, but if things are set up in a way that's similar to a past situation, your brain just kind of pulls up random bits of things that have happened and giving you a sort of sense you've been into this place before. Your brain just wants to make things work. Like even it does. If it it has doesn't to, care. Like, it if, doesn't care. Even how. if it has to improvise, it's going to be like, okay, we're going to like complete the thought process. 
I mean, it's kind of like walking We're going to record into... this memory and get it banked away, like, even if we have to fudge a few details. Yep. I mean, it's a little bit like walking into, a, like, a chain grocery store where they're all set up basically the same way. Yeah. And so it's all, I mean, you basically know where to get what which part kind of, to but sometimes want, but like okay like i off. hate having to go to like an unfamiliar safeway like my familiar safeways are the one right by my house and the one close by my work and they are two different safeways and they have two different layouts but they i'm familiar with both of them i couldn't tell you right now just off the top of my head if they have the same or similar layout and and that's how I know them both or I've just been to each one so many times I know each one's layout just by heart. That's probably what it is. But any other safe way like that I have to go to They're all set up generally the same way. Except there's so many ones that just aren't and I hate having to walk into an unfamiliar safe way and I'm like, God damn it, now which I know what's gonna be in the aisles, but how are they configured in this safe way? It's an unfamiliar safe way. I'm like, oh, what? They don't have fucking self-checkout here? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, based on how they think, how that memory works, they're thinking that deja vu could be an extreme reaction to familiarity. And that's that's all it really is. It's like just you're, you're just so very familiar with it and it's just like bringing on that feeling. Hmm. Those who travel often, those who are highly educated, and people who remember their dreams are more likely to experience deja vu likely because they have more frames of reference for the brain to draw on. Because, you know, the brain's just randomly grabbing shit and putting it together for you. Even stuff that you dreamed. Yep. Which stuff is that crazy. you've read. Cause, yeah, because dreams are fucking just crazy as shit. So if you're staring at your cell phone playing Pokemon Go or Snake or, you know, whatever, and you're not paying much attention to what's going on around you, I mean, you are aware of what's going on around you, but only superficially so. Suddenly yeah, snap I'm to, like that like 24-7 with my kids. So you you, you suddenly <laughs> snap to full awareness and the things around you you are barely aware of seem like you've seen them before. And it's because you've been seeing them, but you just haven't been really consciously observing them. You know, when I snap to full awareness in that scenario is when... they play when, the fucking recorder? No. <laughs> it's when I just unconsciously say yes and they're kind of like, yes? Like, you just said yes to that question? It was like, wait, what the fuck did you just ask me? <laughs> See, that would be... And then it's like, you never pay attention. I'm like, well, you know, because they'll ask again. I'll be like, wait, no. And they're like, what? Because, <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I'll just automatically respond. And I'm just not even hearing or registering anything they're saying to me, like, at all. It's just, I hear it come out in question tone. And I just say yes. And then and it's only like, but they're like, yeah and it's like what based on their reaction basis on whether you need to revise your statement <laughs> right exactly <laughs> which is often the case there's a thing called memory mismatch memory mismatch sounds like a game <laughs> it does sound like a game like who wants to play memory mismatch akira o'connor is a psychologist and a researcher and believes this to be the reason for people experiencing deja vu they were giving these people tests. An example of a test is they would give a people a series of words. Bed, pillow, dream. Oh, yeah. Night. No, I read about this one. And they would put, but then they would put sleep in. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't say sleep no, at all. No, no. They, but the, later, it's like the people would. What they would do is they would yeah. ask the people if they heard any words that started with an S. Mm-hmm. The subjects would say no. But then later on, they would think they heard the word sleep. 
Yeah. And those that thought they heard the word sleep also experienced deja vu. When because this, it's like a connector word and they just like purposely, oh, but your brain is so. When the sensation of deja vu is experienced, the frontal areas of the brain are activated. Mm-hmm. And that leads O'Connor to thinking that the feeling of deja vu is a sensation of the brain correcting memory errors. Correcting memory errors. When we first observe something, it goes into our short-term memory. Right. This is something you talked about earlier. Right. The whole like bypassing of the short-term to the Yeah, the long-term. stuff doesn't yeah. always stay in your short-term memory. Mm-hmm. If the memory, if we like make an effort to remember it or if the memory continues to revise, then it'll go into our long-term memory. Otherwise, it just gets tossed out. Uh, it gets put into our long-term memory because it's easy to get to it there. Mm-hmm. Some believe that Sometimes, for some reason, the brain is trying to write a new experience to the long-term memory as it's being experienced, creating the sensation it's been experienced before. So it's more of a bypassing the short-term and just going, to, going straight on to the long-term. Mm-hmm. Now, they're not sure why it does that, but they just believe that that could perhaps be what's happening. It's just out of sync a little bit, but it's weird how it's like, oh, this is the long-term storage, and here's the short-term storage, and... Because, yeah, you can have long-term memory loss and remember everything today. Or you can have, like, the really... I don't... I think it would be worse to have to live with the short-term memory loss. Yeah, who cares what happened 20 years ago? Right. I mean, like, that would suck to, like, lose that time and everything. But you could still go on to, like, live a normal life. Yeah, yeah. After that. But the other way... Not so much. Not so much. And you're just caught in this horrible, like... It is like deja vu because it's like actually happening. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, terrible. Deja vu has been linked to past lives. Mm-hmm. Proponents of this say that when you experience something you experienced in a past life or meet someone you knew in that past life, you will get a feeling of deja vu. Or maybe you just keep reliving the same basic life over and over again, kind of like Groundhog's Day, but like Groundhog Lifetime. Right. So, yeah, we're talking lifetimes, although there are a few things theories about... And those ones like really fuck me up about like um, time repeating itself, like a huge number, like a scenario played out a huge number of times until something is right. Like Groundhog Day, where yeah, it's like yeah. the same one day the guy is living over and yep, over until he gets it all right. whole lifetime. Yeah. No, whole lifetime. And I think sometimes it's thought that you can recognize like your soulmate from a past life because you just like know them. Like as soon as you see them, it's just, you know, like familiarity even if you've never like, yeah. known that person it's, yeah but it's like you've known them for forever and and even some friends like that it's like oh yeah you just come across people and it's just like whoa you immediately the fuck click that... and it's like that's yeah. weird as shit i can't like, believe like, where the fuck did that come from yeah. and yeah well joanna your favorite god damn it parallel universes may also be a reason for deja vu yes i read the theories as our listeners know i usually talk about parallel universes and you are not a big big fan for parallel parallel universes um but in this theory the individual experiencing the deja vu is just basically doing the same thing at the same time as their parallel universe counterpart so it's kind of making like a bridge between the universes in a manner of speaking i hate to think that my parallel universe person is making the same poor choices that I constantly do. Uh, and there's some universe <laughs> out there where it's exactly the same. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think But then think there's so. other ones where they're doing, you know, 
worse. Not that I. Better? I mean, I'm not trying to complain about my life because I'm. I'm very happy with where a lot of my choices have have put me. So I'm just saying. At the times they were stupid, <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of stupid choices. But everyone makes stupid choices. But yeah, like, am I happy with my life currently as is? Yes, very much. I don't want to be one of those, like, I hate my life people. Well, good. Yeah, I don't want people to think that. I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> just tired a lot. <laughs> well, that's what happens, unfortunately. You know, my, my deja vu is I feel like I every single day when I'm cleaning some mess, it's like, didn't I just clean this? Haven't I cleaned this mess before? Like about 800,000 fucking times now? Oh, my God. The answer? Yes. <laughs> it's not just deja vu it's actually happening yeah it's actually happening does i do have at times i have felt like i'm in one of those episodes of the twilight zone where i'm like forced to repeat like the same day like over and over again like that's how i feel like with my kids mess like i'm forced like every single day i have to clean this mess up and then 24 hours later Every single day, it's right back there again. The same goddamn mess. And I got to fucking pick it all up again. And then, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure parents across the world can... (laughs) Hashtag relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Did you read about hologram theory? I did read about hologram theory, but I'm having one of those moments where I can't recall what I read recently about it. It was the one put forth by the Dutch psychologist Herman Snow. It's hypothesized that memories are stored in our brains in the forms of holograms. These mm. holograms can be can be recalled with only one part of it present. Let's say the your friend is a toy is collector. Is it like a help me Obi Wan Kenobi hologram? Like yeah, exactly. Okay. So let's say your friend is a toy collector, and maybe you used to have that toy when you were a kid. <laughs> but before you're able is this to, is re- supposed to be like a specific friend? No, this is just a okay. example. Uh, but before you're able to remember that you used to have that toy, your brain already assigned it as familiar, but without actually calling why it's familiar. So that gives you a sensation of deja vu. Like it, that one thing will make the whole sensation, the whole thing feel like you've seen it before. Right. You don't know where you've seen it. You just don't know where or why, but this, you get this feeling of deja vu. This is a confusion of the past as opposed to mistaking what's currently happening. So is my brain just being a dick again? Yeah, yeah. Being fucking as brains again. do. Yeah, no or shit. maybe deja vu is actually precognition. Maybe we're dreams are telling us the future, and we're just unable to hold hold on to it, so we would don't really aren't able to tell it's happening until it's already happening. Well, I only know the one instance where that it did actually fucking happen to like a weird level. Yep. The other one is. And I think we've we've talked about this before where I had a terrible feeling of like foreboding when my brother joined the army. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I just knew something was going to happen and that he was going to go to war. I just knew it. I knew something was going to happen. Everyone was like, nothing's going to happen. And then, I mean. And then we went like, to war. <laughs> and then we went to war. I mean, like two and a half months later. I mean, he's, yeah. not, even, he's not even out of basic training. And 9-11 happened. Like, and it was like, fuck. fuck. And it was like there 
there it was. There was the thing that I just knew was going to happen. I mean, I didn't know any specifics about it. I right, didn't know, right. like, oh, hey, terrorists are going to bomb the fucking Twin Towers. Right, right. No, but I just, I knew something was going to fucking happen. And when that happened, it was like, oh, there it is. Because, yeah, sure enough. Went to war about a billion fucking times, it felt like. Well, here's the frequency one for you, Joanna. The frequency one. All living and non-living things emit frequencies. These frequencies are thought by some to contribute to the aura around the thing. Humans hear... Oh, okay. So this is the this is the vibrating on the same level. Yep. Okay. Humans are said to have four different kinds of frequencies that come from us, and we are also able to receive. The tuning fork phenomenon is when mm. a person matches frequencies with other people or ghosts. Yeah, I knew there was something. I just couldn't... Tip like of the fork tongue. Just, yeah, fork just didn't seem to make any sense. I'm like, mm. I was thinking for a second, maybe one of those... What are those rod things? A tuning fork. Well, I know what a tuning yeah, fork yeah. is, but That's, but I was in my mind. You were thinking I like a dowsing rod with a dow- Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's said that one out of every one hundred million people match frequencies, so it's pretty rare. It's more common, <laughs> though still rare, to match Their frequencies, frequencies with a ghost. Match. Like oh my god. Because of the sheer number of ghosts that are, are possibly you know roaming around. Okay, so this one in- includes ghosts. It includes ghosts. So if I understand it correctly... It is ghost-inclusive in this theory. Correct. So if I understand what's going on, when something happens, if someone alive or as a ghost is there that has experienced it before, and you're on the same frequency, it will create a sensation of you having experienced the event before. But it was this other person that actually experienced it, but you like absorbed their experience. You're picking it up. You're picking up just on the frequency. They, they've seen it before, and so you feel as if you have. That's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. <laughs> in the movie The Matrix, deja vu is a, explained as a glitch. So if we are living in a simulated world, it's possible that the programming just chokes a bit and something in our programmed existence glitches. And like in the, in the movie, an event is witnessed and then witnessed shortly after. Right. And then most of the time it's just a little glitch and everything's corrected and you know no better. But if Keanu Reeves is involved, it's like major shit's about yeah down. you see the cat mm-hmm. and then you see the cat again yep. deja vu yeah oh because oh it's a sign that they've changed something yep because they kind of had to shift everything around to make something different and it i guess maybe got off track a little or something a little glitch a little glitch glitch in the matrix mm-hmm. back to the medial temporal lobe there's part of it called the amygdala mm-hmm. the amygdala is responsible for processing fear if you're phobic of something this is what processes the fear you feel when you run into that something. So if you're terrified of spiders, the amygdala is what's processing that fear. The panic response produced by the amygdala may end up creating a sensation of deja vu as the panic has been felt before. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe deja vu is the result of our minds getting wiped by men in black or aliens. Then we encounter something that triggers one of the erased memories and it gives us the sensation of having experienced it before. Or Rick Sanchez. Yeah. Fucking sucked it out of our brains. That also could have been something that happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez, Rick. <laughs> I, 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 I just don't know, Morty. <laughs> I feel like I stutter like Rick, like, all the fucking time now, and not even, like, intentionally. That's, like, more of the fucking, like, tip of the tongue syndrome, I guess, yeah. too. It's just like, you know, I'm trying to fucking say the goddamn word, but I'm just like, Aah. Yeah. Well, I've got... A couple of weird stories of 
people and their experiences with deja vu. Do you have anything before I get into that? Before you get into that, I simply was going to reference some of the fun like TV and movie like TV episodes and all right movies that explore deja vu and this is this is the one where like I can't even quite spit this theory out because it's about like the the time being like non-existent and everything is happening at the same time kind of shit okay okay and it's kind of like there is like an infinite time it's like groundhog day where it's like the infinite time loop so it's not the lifetime right thing, right but this is like one specific event that repeats itself over and over until like something is like made right apparently and then that particular scene can move on to the next right and just the thought that if that is what is happening in this one person's scenario like how is the rest of the world actually being affected unless it's happening to everybody unless it's happening to and ev- nothing everybody is actually ever getting done right but they had an x-files like did you one of my favorite ones like a lot of my x-files episodes are my favorites but there's this one called monday where this woman they're living the same day over and over again which always ends up with like a bomb going off at a bank and killing Mulder and scully and the girlfriend of the bomber like knows that this is going to happen and every day she like tries to intervene and stop them from going to the bank and it just keeps repeating over and over and she's she's the only one aware of this right everyone else isn't and finally she manages to convince him like on like the how many who knows how many hundred day oh yeah that this is gonna happen and he kind of like gives himself a memory like that the guy has a bomb right before it goes off again and then so the next time he happens he he remembers it he finally has enough deja vu and it clicks that he remembers it but it's just like what is going on when stuff like that is happening if that does actually happen where some day is repeated over and over and over again like how is the rest of the universe affected and just the fact that it could be possible because of like how like time and space and infinite universes and all that kind of shit it it could theoretically happen and i just can't wrap my fucking head around it well uh, that's a pretty common trope the groundhog day thing it happens in pretty much every sci-fi show ever what they explain in stargate sg1 when teal and colonel o'neill are stuck in a loop is mm-hmm. the whole earth is unreachable by anybody by means of communi- communication for like three months. And so it thrown everything out of whack. Mm-hmm. Weird. So it I... doesn't affect the whole universe. It just affected the planet, but it was some sort mm-hmm. of alien technology if I remember correctly. Yeah. So there was a star Trek, the next generation. That's one of my favorite episodes of that one is where they're caught in the time loop. Oh yeah. There's a supernatural episode where they get caught in a time loop. There's a Eureka episode where they get top. Everyone gets caught in a time loop. Right. It's ridiculous. Right. My, the one is the, is the cause and effect one where they're like playing poker. And it's actually like, um, data is the one who figures it out. Not shocking. Yeah. But I mean, even data. he was experiencing the same thing. Um, and again, it was something where they get blown up. Yeah, yeah. And, like, every time they get blown up, then it goes right back to square one again, kind of like with the X-Files episode. 
Yeah, pretty much after so. Groundhog Day, there is always an episode of every single, almost every show where they are repeating the same day. If there's any sort of mm-hmm. like way that they can write it into the show, if it's any kind of sci-fi or fantasy or anything like that, they're going to do it. Yeah, well, I mean, I see it being like a cool premise for movie and TV. My thing is, is like, how do they, if there are people out there that, hypothesize that such a thing could actually happen like how the fuck does that goddamn work like i have questions i, don't I have know. questions i don't know i'm sure it's complicated. And, then, and, and then it's all like something about like freaking everything happening at once and time not really existing and then i'm just like fuck like i can't even my brain just doesn't think that way at all i'm not one to think outside the box you don't even like parallel universes mm-hmm I do not at all. All right, well, I'll get into a couple of stories about people's experiences with deja vu. There's, this is a story of a man who went to university in the UK someplace. They don't ever put the people's names down or anything because it's like they're medical things, and these are all written in, like, written up in, in uh, medical reports, but they don't they omit all the names. Case studies sort of things, you know? Right. Uh, You've got to protect yeah. patient privacy and all. Yeah. Uh, he suffered from anxiety. And had OCD tendencies over hygiene, so probably tried to avoid touching things in public and was always washing his hands and his stuff. And, right. Uh, shit got pretty bad for him, and he had to take a break from college. This is when he started experiencing deja vu. Well, he goes back to school and starts experiencing deja vu more frequently. Then he takes some acid. Then the deja vu really sets in. It happens so frequently that he stops watching television, listening to the radio, and even stops reading because he's feels like he's heard, seen, and read all of this shit before. This occurred in 2007, and in 2008, he went for a neurological examination. They did tests. Everything came back normal. They didn't exactly figure out what the hell was going on with the guy. They think that his anxiety is causing neurons in his brain to fire inappropriately, and this is triggering the deja vu. So what's really fucked is that the anxiety causes the deja vu, which causes him more anxiety. So this is a vicious cycle. You see where I'm going with this, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. His name wasn't given, and I didn't find any follow up about his condition. So I'm guessing they probably just tossed some anti-anxiety meds at him and sent him on his way. Because like, here, have some fucking Xanax. Yeah. Off with you now. Yeah. I don't like problem patients. <laughs> In 1999, a lady went to the doctor because she kept hearing this loud popping sound, and it was keeping her up at night. Well, that would be fucking annoying. Seriously. As it turns out, she has a palatal tremor. This is when some muscles in the back of your throat contract and make the clicking sound. And since it's actually in your head, it sounds super fucking loud. That sucks. Yeah. So they gave her diazepam. Try to get the muscles to relax. Didn't work. Which is basically Valium. Five years later, she is still looking for a solution to the problem. She goes to a neurologist and she's given 5-HTP which is 5-hydroxytryptophan, which is used in treating insomnia, depression, anxiety, migraines, and a ton of other ailments, along with carbidopa, which is given to folks with Parkinson's. It worked! (laughs) However, she started experiencing episodes of deja vu that would last for hours. Like, the school called her and was just like, the school's closed today because of, like, the power went out or something, and she's like, I know, you already told me this. Like, 100% thought that this shit, everything she had happened already. Like, her sister would call her and she's like, why did you call me? We've already talked about this. 
Well, she goes back to the doctor and they're like, we don't think it's the pills. And so she just continued taking these pills and continued having these prolonged hours of deja vu. See, it's like, that's got to be some like medical issue going on right there. Well, they finally did land on the pills being the culprit. And I'm not sure if they just, she just lived with deja vu because she didn't want the popping sound or if they've since found something to, you know, relax Mm -hmm. those muscles or what. Crazy. So it's crazy. No, your mind can do really crazy things. I mean, there's, there's Alzheimer's and I've told you about that, like that one patient when I used to work at the nursing, nursing home on the dementia ward. Yeah. 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 And like every, you know, they sundown and like every night she'd like get her coat and her purse and she was leaving to go home. Like she did not fucking live there. Like that is for goddamn sure. And she got really pissed about it because, yeah, yeah. and I mean, it was just like every single day, same thing, same thing. And just so convinced that this is the re- her reality and her truth, and that's what her brain's fucking telling her. Yep. Even though that is so, like, actually not reality, and no, not no. what's actually going on. I mean, drugs can do, the drugs thing, it was three cases of drugs doing it, and it was all different drugs. It was never the same drug twice. Right. So that's just And I'm sure there's a weird. whole other range of drugs that will also... Oh, yeah, that people just don't say anything about. They're like, well, that's weird. I'm mm-hmm. doing deja vu for several hours or whatever. Right, like, oh, I dropped some acid, and this totally happened. Like, that's not something that you're just going to go out and, like, randomly... Go to the doctor tell for? Tell everyone, yeah. Not and, usually. Yeah, and not if usually. you do, like, the second you say that, like, anything else that might be actually medically going on with you is, like, invalidated. Right, like, dude, you are just high. Yeah, yeah. Or this probably happened when you're high and you you just think this and it's not, yeah. So I'm I'm sure there's there's other stuff out there that, that does it that people just don't admit to doing. Yeah, because I wouldn't even, like, the experience of deja vu, even if it's happening for such a long time, like, I wouldn't even think to go to anybody for it. I'd just be like, this is super weird and this is just my life now. Right. Like, what the fuck? Like... I wouldn't go to a doctor for that. I wouldn't go to a doctor like, for hello, very many things. I think things. I'm crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like, are you going to just put me away or what? Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of those ideas are pretty valid for what deja vu could be. Right. Like, I am definitely leaning more towards it's a medical issue. Like, yeah. There's actually like a physiological thing that's happening mm-hmm. and that's what's triggering the yeah, feeling of deja vu. Yeah, and whether you are somebody who suffers from some kind of condition that exacerbates it or just us randomly like with otherwise like healthy, normal functioning people. Um, just shit just, you know, gets wonky sometimes. Yeah. Like, they'll say, you know, it's just correcting itself. That's mm-hmm. the, the feeling of it. Correcting itself is it's matching up all these things and like, Oh, this doesn't, this doesn't fit. And so that's, that's what that feels like. Yeah, like your However, brain can but, be like a major dick, but it's also like a major. It, I mean, just because it's doing like major things, it's like recording and interpreting like everything around you. It's controlling your body and your breathing. I mean, it's doing so many things. And and maybe the reason it happens more often to younger people is because since it's not a constant feeling, since it only happens every once in a while, it just takes longer for you to get used to it. And so, just as it keeps happening to us, we just get more and more used to it until it's something we don't even really feel anymore mm-hmm. we just have you know such a larger frame of reference to everything that it's just less of a less of a thing right when you're a kid and like a lot of experiences are still, new like new. still first yeah yeah, yeah. it's one of the great things about having kids like yeah they make like a shitload of mess every day and they're expensive and tiring but 
it's getting to like re-experience the world right. through their eyes because everything is new and awesome and that kind of makes you not such a bitter person sometimes i think <laughs> maybe or it increases bitterness one of the two sometimes or just uh you know it it, it, uh, it shows you your own bitterness <laughs> right like uh, i think they mentioned that and what was it like knocked up about you guys talking about how much his kids love bubbles he's like i don't love anything as yeah, much as my yeah. kid fucking loves bubbles and it's just like god just the realization it's just like jesus christ <laughs> And where they, they imagine things and, like, they can just really believe it and really get into this whole, like, these fantasies that they will have, like, these fantastical things. And they believe the possibility of it. Kids are more open because and... I, that's why kids see more, you know, paranormal shit. Why kids mm-hmm. see more ghosts and all that kind of stuff. And it also probably why they are, you know, the whole past lives things. How it's normally something that's just reminded, you know, remembered by a child. Is mm-hmm. they're just more open to that being a possibility. We're all jaded at this point. They're like this, right? Like even if it fucking taps us on the, sh- the shoulder, we would probably still disbelieve it. It's like this is just me being stressed because I hate my stupid life. Right, right, or whatever, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. When it comes down to it, and yeah, it's just like kind of like just shows like how jaded you become, and like they'll they'll be all like sweet about something. It's like, oh yeah, well, let me tell you, how it fucking really is but, right. <laughs> I pill to school five miles because you know i don't 100 percent um i'm not trying to discount like past life stuff because i think that that is that's something that my brain kind of allows for yeah past life experiences and i'm not so i mean i think some some sometimes maybe there is some little like remnant of something else and that's what creates a familiarity but i am also willing to bet that most of the time it's just your brain being stupid to you which is what it does it does it does in fact do that but there are certain situations where it's like that's just fucking weird you know yeah. it's like kind of like beyond some like kind of random random little thing and you don't have anything going on that would maybe medically induce it and so like what the fuck is that exactly there's it's weird yeah it is weird do you have any other stories i'm uh i'm all tapped out on deja vu okay i just felt like i'd read it all before and (laughs) so that's been deja vu today folks thank you very much for listening be sure to check out our facebook group the strange space and we'll talk to you next time And stay strange. Do you enjoy the Stranger Than podcast? Please let us know. Rate and comment on iTunes. Check out and like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash stranger than podcast. Our Twitter at underscore stranger than or drop us an email, stranger than podcast at gmail.com. That's stranger than podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Also, feel free to email us any strange, mysterious, or misunderstood stories or topic suggestions that you'd like to share or hear about.